I've been a horrible mother. Then let's forget what we should have done earlier and continue with what we should do now. Hey, everybody. Uh, this is Kyle in the edit. This week, we decided that we're going to do the capital F, like we're going to give you all the collected bits that we've done over our time as unsociablists. It spans like, I don't know, like obviously the pilot, but then I think there are probably another dozen or so, maybe a little less, maybe a few a few less than that, but a dozen or so other bits. So it comes out to about a normal-sized episode. You know, I don't need to tell you all that Times have been a little tough. Uh, I've complained on this pod enough for any of our listeners to know. Um, but, you know, as I'm editing this, it's my birthday. Uh, I'm going to go outside because it's kind of nice out. I'm going to go for a bike ride, maybe hit up the gym. And I encourage y'all to do the same. Uh, do something that you really like and maybe just keep our capital F bits on in the background. Giggle along if that's your jam. I mean, I hope so. I hope that you're listening to this and enjoying it. But in any case, please enjoy this collection of capital F bits. And uh, yeah, love y'all. Our weather roundup for the day. The four hurricanes and three tropical storms which have hit the country in the last two weeks have lowered the temperature across states to as low as 76 degrees in several northern states, showing quite clearly that we still have plenty of time to worry about climate change having any major impact. Back to you, Brian. Thanks, Miss Young Hot Person, whose name I don't know. Before we end this broadcast, I'd like to just once again remind our viewers to go out and vote today. This is the most important election in our nation's history, and it's every American's responsibility to have their voices heard. It is this network's opinion that we need to ensure Democrat Liz Cheney beats the Republican candidate David Duke. Before you head to your polling place, make sure you have your voter registration and your $200 voting fee or waiver for those who have owned a small business in an underprivileged economic zone for at least seven and a half years with two years of profitability. Let's all do our civic duty. Signing off for MSNABCNN, this is the android designed to look and sound like a young Brian Williams. I can't believe how close this election is. Don't these right-wing people understand their bigotry is archaic? I mean, maybe if Duke was a big, smart businessman like Trump was, it'd be different. <laughs> of course you're right, dear. I think that us voting for a center-left compromise in the primary will help lots of Republicans come along this election. You're absolutely right. Thank goodness we didn't end up with that Buttigieg and his crazy socialist agenda. <laughs> How short-sighted are you guys? Weren't you voting back when Bernie Sanders was the left wing of the Democrats? The two-party system has been changing the definition of center to be further right every election cycle. Liz Cheney was literally a Republican less than a decade ago. Now, Robbie, don't you sass us. I know you just hit your teen years, but you don't have any right to get hormones in a tizzy unless you get a job and start paying rent. <laughs> anyway, the way you make fun of the Democrats is basically like you're saying you support David Duke. What? No, 
No, I think Duke is the scum of the earth. I just think Cheney is also a far-right, corporate-controlled candidate who will end up empowering people like David Duke and still won't do anything but further dismantle the well-being of this country for everyone except billionaires. Well, then it sounds like it's a good thing you can't vote. You'd probably just go vote for the Brown Party candidate, that crazy Winona LaDuke lady. Literally just as bad as voting for that awful man. She even has Duke in her name. Don't you guys see how messed up it is that the Green Party had to change its name to Brown because there wasn't enough greenery left in the world for it to be noteworthy? LaDuke has literally been talking about how bad things are getting for decades, and everything she said is right. We've literally had our oceans catch on fire three times this year alone. Hey now, the B-Pexon Shell Mobile Company has assured us that those ocean fires are completely natural and based on the coral reefs or something. I'm sure the scientists know what's really going on. That's why they're scientists. Now go get ready for school, Robbie. Yeah, Fartface. Maybe if you didn't waste time worrying about politics, you'd be ready like me. There's my little girl. How are you today, Anna? I'm good, Daddy. I hope we have our first woman president after today. Liz Cheney is a total girl boss. Oh, it's so nice to see you falling in line with our political ideals. Someone's getting chocolate chip smiley faces in her pancakes. We can pay for them with the $50 relief check that Cheney promised to get us for this latest lockdown over COVID-28. Anyway, after you guys get on the bus, your mother and I will need to hurry to the polls so we can vote before we go to work. It's really dumb that Election Day still isn't a holiday. Less complaining, more brushing your teeth, mister. Anyway, Anna, here's your $30 for lunch. Thanks, Dad. Now I can get a sandwich, fries, a drink, and a piece of fruit. All right, I'm ready. Could I get some lunch money? Of course. Here you go, Robbie. Five dollars. <laughs> this will barely cover a cup of nutrient water. That stuff is gross city. <laughs> Sorry, son, but that's just how socialism works. Maybe you'll show some respect to capitalism when you're hungry later today. How can you still have no idea of what socialism is when I've explained it to you so many times? Uh, wh well, it's, it's not worth it now. The bus will be here any minute. Bye, Mom. Bye, Dad. Have a wonderful day, kids. Learn all the stuff your teachers want you to regurgitate verbatim. Robbie, no asking questions in history class. I don't want to hear you've gotten sent to the principal's office again. <laughs> all right, honey, let's get going. Those votes aren't going to cast themselves. Well, except all the ones sent in from Russia. <laughs> nearly over and parents you know what that means it's time to get those kids who are driving you up a wall back off to school where are you going to get the best prices on all your back to school necessities right here at Walmart. 
Whether it's art supplies or calculators, lunchbox snacks, or tactical riot gear for that next school shooter, Malmart has everything to make sure that annoying garbage kid of yours has everything they need to leave you the hell alone for a few glorious hours every day. Don't forget to grab our new double sugar top tarts for a healthy breakfast to send them on their way. Malmart, putting the value in a valuable future workforce. Also valuing education. It's Bob Flob for Bob Flob's Auto Dealer and Loan Shark. We got all the hottest deals on all the cars from the last three years. All the blue book value. Not just that. You come down here, we'll send you on your way with a car, even if you can't afford a down payment. We guarantee you a vehicle, even with bad credit, no credit, whatever. Just choose the car you want and drive off the lot. We'll make sure you're cruising happily. Or was that? Can't afford the monthly payments? Not to worry. You're Bob Flobs who just pop down to your place, break your knees, threaten your loved ones, and take the car back. Bob Flobs, auto dealer and loan shark. No one drives up debt like Flob. Have you or someone you know been suffering from stomach aches? Well, you don't have to suffer anymore. Introducing StomX. The newest over-the-counter upset stomach pill. Just one dose and you'll finally be able to get through your day without feeling queasy. Try Stomex today. Do not take stomachs if pregnant, nursing, or being female. Side effects may include migraines, diarrhea, loss of hearing, loss of vision, memory loss, vomiting, blood, and stomach aches. Memory loss may be permanent. If problems worsen, see a doctor immediately. Stomachs and Lyser Pharmaceuticals are not liable for severe stomach trauma, horrible injuries, or odd growths that may occur using stomachs. It's probably your fault anyway for being worthlessly about. Call your physician about whether Stomex is right for you. was supposed to help thin out voting lines, but they seem longer than ever. Oh, you're right. I don't think I've ever seen voter turnout like this. It sounds crazy, but is there any chance Biden's new Voter Fairness Act is the reason for some kind of crazy backlash? I don't think people would be upset about that. It has fair right in the name. (laughs) Free water. Free water to anyone who needs it. Oh, I could use a a water... No, ma'am. It's not for upstanding white heteronormative folks like you. Free water! Free water! Yeah, bruh, you rock. I'll take some water. Here you go, and gotcha! I'm an undercover cop, and by taking this water while in the voting line, you've committed a Class D felony. You're coming with me, you dirty, drug-abusing hippie. What? I, I didn't know, man. You, you, you can have my water back. So, someone fill this. You can't just, like, whoa. He's taking me away. I'm falling away. Ah. Huh. Well, of course, he was a lawbreaker. Leave it to potheads to try to destroy America. <laughs> well, it sure was nice of that undercover cop to make sure I didn't take a water bottle. Now, this is exactly why we back the blue.
Settle down, class. Yes, yes, settle down. Timmy, put that away. Sandra, I can see you snacking. Food is only to be eaten in the designated child-feeding zones. If I catch you again, you're going to go in the calming box. All right, all right. Thank you, everyone. Now, in honor of Election Day, we'll be covering past presidents. Everyone knows that we recently had a new phenomenon in American history. After Trump got a second term split up by Biden, Biden won the next election against Josh Hawley four years ago, leading to -to back-to-back split terms. Now, does anyone else know the other split-term president? Grover Cleveland! Ah, correct! Good job, Timmy! You get a minute with the air bubble. This is so stupid. Those air bubbles are going to be necessary for survival in a year or so. And we're treating breathing, well, as a commodity. All to incentivize regurgitating pointless trivia, rather than analyzing the abhorrent things most of these old white dudes did. I don't know why you feel like you need to cause trouble in my class, Mr. Balt. Also, we shouldn't forget the best president in our country's history was a young black man. I don't know how you could leave Obama out when there's a giant poster of him hanging on the wall. I mean, it says hope, Robbie. How could he be bad? He wasn't our best president. He was one of the most prolific war criminals in history and did nothing more than provide meaningless platitudes and create a healthcare system that actually gave insurance companies even more money and loopholes. The only reason he gets so much praise is because he's the token minority that allows Democrat voters to feel good about themselves for solving racism in America without actually paying attention to any of the actual atrocities that their party has committed just as readily as Republican presidents. Hell, if anything, one of the least terrible presidents, Lincoln, was a Republican, and even he had his share of shady shit. Honestly, Robbie, I don't have time for your antics today. You march straight to the principal's office and give him this note. When he sees that you swore, and worse, that you were trying to educate your classmates with something that isn't the official narrative, you're sure to get a week of detention. Maybe making some license plates will teach you some manners. Now, class, today's science lesson is about the climate. As you know, the previous science teacher was let go for trying to tell you all that fossil fuels were on the verge of obliterating our planet. The truth of the matter is, almost all scientists agree that we have almost a year of breathable air left, and by the time we're out, the new air bubble technology should be easily available to the middle and upper class families. Miss Templey, what about poor people? Not that I care, but my brother has been thinking about questions like that lately, and I figured I'd ask. Ah, I remember when Robbie was in my class. He sure can be a handful. Anyway, to answer your question, the slums and inner cities will almost certainly have something technically breathable pumped in, which will just be one more way that the poor of this country exploit the system. Oh, like how we give them gruel vouchers if they can't afford to eat after working 40 hours. Like, they should just get second jobs. What about you, though? Robbie said the teachers are almost always underpaid. Oh, well, a few years ago I might have been in trouble, but thanks to the recent re-education bill, teachers who are sure to disseminate certain messages in their classes get an extra stipend for making sure that the next generation understands the finer intricacies of the capitalist policy and its effects on our great nation. I didn't understand, like, 
half of those words. But you sounded smart, so I'll trust you completely. Thank goodness I made it to work on time. Those voting lines were massive. And we all know that it's company policy to give you half pay for the whole shift if you're even a minute late. Oh yeah, I was gonna go out and vote for Cheney, but I didn't have time. Hopefully I can get to it after work. Well, you better. Every vote is incredibly important, even if our state has gone Democrat every election for the last 20 years. Oh, I got a call connected, sorry. Hello, who is this? Oh, good morning, sir. This is Marie with the Pepsi and Gamble Survey Division calling for Harold Jones. May I please speak with him? Yeah, that's me. But I ain't interested in no damn survey. <laughs> well, Pepsi and Gamble conglomerate owns your phone plan, so if you decline, you'll be unable to make any calls, including emergency calls, for the next 48 hours. That's fucking bullshit. Fine, ask your question. Wonderful. <laughs> Well, first off, have you used any Pepsi and Gamble products other than your phone over the last two weeks? That might be any of their sodas, any Frito-Lay snacks, and most brands of toilet papers and soaps, among a multitude of other things. Um, no, nope. I, I buy generic brands. I can't afford all that fancy, expensive stuff. Oh, oh dear. Well, have you eaten any fast food in the last two weeks? No, me and my wife, we just eat at home. Okay, well, according to your phone's tracking information history, you did go to a KFC three days ago. For someone named Harold, it sure sounds like you're a lion, Ryan. Uh, fine. Uh, I got some dang fried chicken and mashed potatoes, but they were fine, I guess. Oh, well, we appreciate you sharing that. However, since you did lie to me, we're going to have to go ahead and put your phone on a 24-hour hold. You have a great day, Mr. Jones. Wait, wait, you can't do this. No. <laughs> Some people are just rude for no reason. <laughs> so, Jerry, did you get out and vote today? Yeah, I was so sick of the options, I finally decided to break my blue no-matter-who habits. It's a long shot, but I think Leduc can do some real good. <gasps> Jerry, how could you? Don't you know voting third party is literally more harmful than voting Republican? Come on, Steve. I know you're the kind of guy who always accepts the news at face value, but even you have to know that doesn't make a lick of sense. Well, sure it does. Since you're not a villainous Republican, it's your duty to vote for the Democrat. By voting third party, you're costing the Democrat a vote that they're rightfully owed, and you're increasing the ratio of Republican to Democrat votes. I mean, it's basically taking two votes away from the Democrat. Katie Kirkbot told me so. You know, I really don't have the energy to debate this with you, Steve. Anyway, did you get the memo? Apparently the boss failed the management position that opened up with his brother's wife. She's literally never even worked in this industry and knows nothing about it. But now we answer to her. Oh, well, as far as I'm concerned, that's a good thing. We need more female nepotism hirings. This country's truly come so far. I mean, I think nepotism is never a good thing, but sure, whatever. I, I just really hate that I was putting in 60-hour work weeks to try and get in good, and I've got nothing to show for it. Well, Jerry, this country's a meritocracy, so 
naturally, if you didn't get the job, you clearly didn't work hard enough. <laughs> then again, a third-party voter like yourself, it's no wonder you're lazy. You know, Steve, sometimes I think you don't listen to yourself or the other person in a conversation. Anyway, my car is busted, so I'll be taking the subway for the next week or so. Oh, yes, yeah, so I'd be happy to do Subway for lunch. If you're going anyways, uh, go ahead and pick me up an Italian combo on white bread with extra mayonnaise. <laughs> I can't believe I got two weeks of detention for calling out the evil committed by this country's leaders. Mom and Dad are going to give you hell when they find out. It's going to be hilarious. You should be more like me, bro. If you just tell the teachers they're always right and blindly accept anything that any authority figure tells you, life is super easy. Are you even listening to yourself, Anne? I know history class is a sham meant to propagandize the youth in our country and produce ideologically incurious drones, but surely you've at least caught on that accepting the will and interpretations of the elite has only ever helped them and led to a disgusting abuse of the lower and essentially non-existent middle classes. You know, Robbie, talking like that is why you can't make friends. You need to stop being so aggro. I mean, you're a teen and you're sitting on the bus with your little sister. That's really lame. When I'm your age, I'm going to be so popular because I love America. All right, this is one of the two stops the school will pay me to make. Anyone whose house is closer to here, get on off. This is just one more way that capitalism is hurting our everyday lives. Schools are losing funding all over the place. You need to change that attitude, Robbie. Just look at it this way. We're getting more exercise. I definitely want to stay fit, because I think I'm going to join the army when I'm old enough. Yay! The military? Gross city! <laughs> The holiday season is right around the corner, and you need to start getting ready as soon as possible. We've got you covered. Nobody understands the Christmas spirit quite like Walmart. That's why we've started stocking all your holiday needs months in advance. Make sure you buy all the things you need to make this Christmas special. Whether it's the family dinner, the tree and decorations, or the innumerable presents required to make the holiday merry, we've got it here. Walmart. If you don't buy enough things, your friends and family won't love you. Coming this fall, it's the most action-packed action movie that ever actioned. Everything's gonna explode in two minutes! The sequel to the movie nobody remembers a shred of the plot from. These terrorists are back again! We have to take them out a second time! And this time, it's personal. I have no personal attachment to you, but I really don't like you after last time. In a film the critics are calling a movie, technically content, and an excuse to put lots of explosions and war propaganda on screen. Din Vesel returns in The Gun Guy 2. 
this time with two guns. Too lazy or broke to get real food for you and your family? Come on down to Burger Prince, where we'll overcharge for stuff we're technically allowed to call meat. Now is the perfect time to try our new America Burger. A triple bun holds together in six quarter-pound patties, a half-pound of bacon, two fried eggs, and an entire pack of American Singles. Also a negligible amount of lettuce, pickle, onions, and tomato. And all of it's injected with loads of ketchup, mustard, mayo, and secret sauce. Then drenched in barbecue sauce and deep-fried. Go ahead and top that off with our new nothing-flavored shake to truly make your dining experience as authentically American as possible. Burger Prince, have it our CEO's way. We now return to Capital F. Mom. Dad, we're home. Oh, I'm glad you made it home safe from the bus stop. How was school today? Great. I learned about freedom indexes in science class. Did you know that on a freedom chart, we're scientifically proven to be the most free country? Hooray! Well, that's great. Uh, Robbie, aren't you going to jump in here? <laughs> Why bother? If I point out how ludicrous that is, you'll just tell me it's science, which means it's fact. I'll save my breath. Anyway, I'm actually excited for the election. Did you see the voter lines? I didn't realize that many people had a spare 200 bucks. Oh, the news actually said a lot of people are pulling out their life savings just for the opportunity. How's that for freedom, eh, Robbie? That's the op... You know what? Never mind. If people are that desperate, maybe it means they're sick of the status quo... I'm crossing my fingers for a third-party upset. Now, don't be silly, Robbie. We just need to hope that evil Duke man doesn't get anywhere near the White House. Sure, he's polling at less than 20%, but you can never be too careful. I'm looking forward to having a girl boss like Cheney to look up to as the first woman president. LaDuke would be a first woman president, too, and she's actually stood up for women's rights. Now, Anna, don't use her as a role model. I heard on the news that she grows hemp, and that means she's a pothead, and that means she's probably a heroin junkie dealer. Seriously, Dad, how is it that you absorb such selective bits of the news and draw the most absurd conclusions possible? You'd think at least once you'd listen to the whole story instead of cherry-picking facts and just running with it. Don't be silly, Robbie. Cherries aren't in season. <laughs> Still, if you start behaving in school, we can go cherry-picking next summer. <laughs> With the votes still pouring in, it's going to be too close to call tonight, folks. We're not going to show the current vote totals, as they don't favor the journalistic perspective of this fine news network. The polls are closed. But if you're already in line and have paid your voting fee, you will still get a chance to vote. Also, if you aren't in line yet, but you tell the polling volunteers that you're voting all Democrat on the ticket, they'll let you get in there late. Because Duke is that much of a threat to democracy. <sighs> well, 
until now, I'm going to have a hard time sleeping. Honey, be a dear and put some Xanax and Ambien in my decaf coffee for me. Don't you see the hypocrisy of fear-mongering about hemp and weed and then taking some of the most heavily chemical drugs available? Those are way worse for your liver and actually addictive. Also, decaf coffee? Gross city! <laughs> Three days later. Good morning, America. We know we've been filling the airwaves with pointless pundit chatter for the last few days as we figured out the specifics of this nail-biter of an election. Now you can finally stop holding your breath. The results are official. The votes came down as follows. The long-dead corpse of John McAfee on the Libertarian ticket got four votes. Turns out the Libertarians, when asked to give their money to a government function that isn't excessive policing, aren't too involved. David Duke on the Republican ticket got 38,283,491 votes, a low point in Republican turnout in recent history. Liz Cheney on the Democrat ticket got 91,517,866 votes, which would be a new record for votes cast for a candidate, except that Winona LaDuke on the Brown ticket got 102,289,402 votes. I don't believe it. This, this could be a new chapter in world history. Now, before you crazy lefties go getting all excited, notice that LeDuc didn't get over the 50% margin in terms of total or electoral votes. As such, over the last few days, Congress has been deliberating how best to resolve the situation. I don't like this one bit. Your people better not have made a mess, son. After an extensive negotiation, the Senate decided that all the Brown Party votes should go to one of the real American parties. Democrats claimed that in terms of being not totally openly racist, LeDuc was closer to Cheney. However, Republicans brought up the scientifically proven horseshoe theory, stating that the far left would prefer a candidate as far right as possible. They also brought forth the evidence that the name Duke is in La Duke. The Democrats didn't like it, but agreed to the Republicans' terms. Senator Elizabeth Warren was quoted as saying, This is a travesty of democratic processes and my plan to give people 10% off voting vouchers with a convoluted tax credit would have fixed it. But we don't want to hurt the Republicans' feelings, or they'll never work with us going forward. As such, David Duke is officially your 49th president. I knew it! I knew you damn leftists would ruin the country! Uh, honey, calm down! Are you happy now, Robbie? Look what you did to your father. Why, he's apoplectic. That's just the come down from all the zannies he's been taking. Uh, seriously, you're, you're blaming me and the left? We literally won the election, and the fucked up system we live in decided that still wasn't good enough. If anything, this whole fiasco should be all the proof you need that this country will never allow the people to have a system designed with them in mind. I don't want to hear it, Robbie. You're grounded for a month. What? What? 
I'm not even old enough to vote. I couldn't participate in this system, even if it did work. How can you just... You heard me, mister. Off to your room. Now. <laughs> You're in trouble. Seriously, though, Dad, what are we going to do now that the president is a massively unpopular, severely bigoted fossil of a white man? Huh. You know, honey, when you put it that way, I think this country is still right on track. <laughs> Coming up next on Dimelodeon, an all-new Zorzan and Aglob. This week, those zany aliens find themselves crash-landed on a planet where every entity around them exists for the sole purpose of making them feel like the planet's a happy place. Will they realize the entire galactic region is a performance put on solely to trick them into thinking the place is actually content? or accept the clear serenity and peacefulness of the beings around them. Find out right after this commercial break. Today, depression and anxiety affect over 40 million fine members of our American workforce. Has this ever been you? <sighs> I just feel so fucking run down. This job is awful, and I have no incentive to come in other than the threat of starving. I guess I'll just work at a snail's pace and get through the day. Well, that was all in the past. Say hello to the future of our fine workplaces. Profitall. This revolutionary new pill will take your dreary workday and turn it into the highlight of your life. My boss gave me Profitall. Now I'm shredding our dodgy tax evasion evidence with record efficiency. <laughs> Profitall is specifically designed to combat the negative feelings associated with soul-crushing environments, feeling underpaid and undervalued, and hating the work you're doing. I got prescribed Profitall. Now I love coming into work. Getting screamed at because someone thinks they didn't get enough mustard is absolutely worth less than $8 an hour with Profitall. Oh, what's that, Mr. CFO? Worried that the increased productivity won't balance out the cost of buying Profitall for your employees? Worry not. Profitall is secretly billed from your employees' paychecks. They will be so content, they won't even notice. Hmm, I thought my last paycheck was a couple hundred more, but I guess that doesn't matter. Coming into work is its own reward. Profitall is time-released, so the effect should wear off as soon as your employee clocks out. Additionally, as soon as it wears out, it will leave your drones even more miserable than when they came in. Well, I'm headed home for the day, boss. Oh, fuck, I feel awful. I wish I could just work all day. It's the only time I'm happy. I wonder if my boss will let me work another eight hours just for an extra dose of Profitall. Profitall comes with bonus uses of negative side effects. It should not be taken by pregnant women or the frail and elderly, as it causes system failures in those with weaker immune systems. I just had a miscarriage right here on the sales floor. I guess that's goodbye to maternity leave and hello to more Profitall. I've been working here so long, there's nobody left in my life for an insurance payout to go to. Well, this profit all does make it feel like life is worth living. <laughs> so remember, if you want the future of America to be about human rights, you've got it wrong. 
If you want the future of America to be all about profits, profit all. studio audience good news everyone the senate just approved another 600 dollars covid relief package oh that's wonderful they really are looking out for the american people it's only been a few years since the last one hey if we're going to have extra money can i get a new bubble helmet mine is so last season <laughs> yeah and maybe i could see a therapist I've been feeling really stressed ever since starting high school. Sorry, kids. No money for the dependents this time. Just a little extra for your mother and I to set aside. Actually, I was thinking, with a windfall like this, we could finally afford to, you know, make that new baby we talked about. Mom, gross city. (laughs) Well, that sounds like a plan to me. I'm so glad to have a wife like you. You're so smart, and you're not at all short-sighted about our long-term income. Hey, if you're going to have another kid, does that mean you're not going to love us as much? Oh, don't be silly, sweetie. While our material lives may be governed by a doctrine of scarcity, love and good feelings are an infinite balm of our existence. If anything, we'll be even more proud of you once you're defending our country anyway. One of the terms of the stimulus bill was allowing 12-year-olds to be enlisted in the military by their parents. Well... I sure hope the uniforms are fashionable. (laughs) Doesn't that seem dangerous? I mean, even adults make mistakes with guns. Should we really be giving them to children? Oh, Robbie, it's exactly comments like that that make it clear to me that you aren't cut out for service. You'd better keep those grades up or we'll have to sell you to China. Now, Steve, don't tease Robbie like that. We love you even with all your crazy ideas. It's not crazy to not want people to live on the street. And who's going to give them houses, you dumb boogerhead? You? (laughs) Now, play nice, kids. Anna's right, though, Robbie. Congress would never pass something as frivolous and ridiculous as that, especially not if that old coot Bernie is finally dead. And good riddance to him. That man was a real maniac. And he gummed up the works every time he was on the floor. Thank goodness old Pelosi outlived him. Now we're getting some practical things done. Yeah, Pelosi is my hero. That's my girl. All right, your father and I are going to head to Walmart to get that pill that'll allow me to ovulate. Gross city. (laughs) (laughs) Little scamp. Let's get going, Marie. Anna, you're in charge. What? But I'm older. Well... Maybe, but Anna's going to be allowed to carry a gun soon, and she'll be bringing in 60 whole dollars a day. Maybe you can be responsible once you're earning a paycheck. Speaking of which, we'll sign you up for active duty while we're out. Come on, Steve. If we don't get going soon, Warren might go on one of her leftist rampages and get the legal service age pushed all the way back to 15. You know how fast things move in Congress. (laughs) 
now return to Capital F. Good news, everyone. The stock market is up by five points. Do you feel silly for saying our economy is collapsing, Robbie? Not at all. How does the Dow Jones have any effect on the proletariat? Starvation and houselessness are at all-time high. <laughs> oh, Robbie, stop being such a downer. If the number didn't reflect how well the economy was doing, they wouldn't be using it. Don't you get it? That's exactly why they use it. The ruling class knows that if a metric that shows how much better they're doing than us is the only one we have, most people will bend over backwards to work against their own interests. Hey now, no need to get so aggressive, young man. Well, I don't know why you always want to make things so complicated. All we need to worry about is that red is bad and green is good. What are you talking about, Dad? Red is way more fashionable than green. Oh, good morning, Anna. Your father wasn't talking about clothes. He was talking about the stock market. And ignoring common sense. The Nasdaq only applies to the rich. Robbie, you really like hating America. Once my enlistment goes through, I'll be able to have you arrested as a terrorist. Now, Anna, I forbid you from arresting your brother. <laughs> He's just confused about how important the stock market is to our country's well-being. Tons of countries with happier citizens than us don't give a damn about stocks. Heck, its main purpose is to keep power in the hands of the wealthy. S&P might as well stand for suppression and patriarchy. <gasps> Robbie, now that sass towards our proud capitalist institutions is unacceptable. You're grounded, mister. Until you learn to love this country instead of acting like a communist Nazi. That... That doesn't even make sense. Historically, the Nazi party had massively more profitable firms connected to the stock trade than any unaffiliated firms during the rise of the Third Reich. The Nazis were the opposite of communists. Oh, well, in that case, maybe you could learn a thing or two from them about what it means to be an American. Whoa, Dad, I know Robbie is being a buttface, but maybe you should reconsider siding with Nazis. We want to be the good kind of capitalist. <laughs> I don't need your support, Anna. Just because your ideal involves all poor people being oppressed equally doesn't make you one of the good guys. Now, kids, stop fighting. Robbie, go to your room before we have our own little crash in this house. <laughs> oh, jeez. Our family sure is like the stock market. We have our ups and downs. <laughs> New from Hasbro Disney Viacom Halliburton Academy, it's the game you all know and live. <laughs> I mean love, with a brand new twist. Realistic Monopoly. Let's roll to see who goes first. I got a five. I got an 11. I got a 178, because I get to roll 50 dice. Have a blast watching the game become a pointless charade within seconds of starting. I was the first to land on Boardwalk, so I want to buy it. Too bad. You started with $50 and only get two bucks each time you pass go, so you'll never be able to afford it. I, on the other hand, start with the ability to literally just take however much I want from the bank. It means that this property goes on auction and I can sweep it up for just a fraction of what it's worth. 
get the whole family around for a game where you'll still get mad at each other even though you're all losing. Aw, oh, Mom, you suck! Thanks to you, Mr. Monopoly got all the reds! That's right! I may be ruining all your lives, but we all know it's never my fault! See the game unfold into fourth wall breaking nonsense before your eyes! Ah, I've bought Blackwater! Now I'll change his name to Academy so everyone forgets all about the many war crimes they committed! You'll start the game with fun in mind and end it in the streets! Why are we getting evicted? Dad hit a hotel! Now Mr. Monopoly owns our house! That's right, kids! Now you get to grow up homeless! Also, I've had the cops called on your black neighbors because I think I smell weed! <laughs> I'll own the whole block in no time! Realistic Monopoly. Fun for literally only one person, and it's sure as hell not you. can't believe your crazy father is coming to visit. I don't like it when he's here. He gives Robbie funny ideas. <laughs> oh, I know you don't like him, honey, but he'll only be here a couple days, and I can't very well tell my dad to go to hell. Otherwise, when he kicks it, we won't get any of his inheritance. Grandpa's here. Grandpa, it's great to see you. Oh, hi there. How's my favorite little guy doing? My parents made me get a job for the summer. I'm starting at McDumpo's on Monday, and I'm only going to make $12 an hour. Which is a very respectable wage for someone like you. You young people today think you should just be able to work a 40-hour job and pay for whatever you want. <laughs> Don't listen to your pops, Robbie. When I was your age, the minimum wage was $3.35, and that was unreasonably low back then. When your parents were growing up, they were making $7.25, which could hardly pay for anything. Oh, crazies like me were demanding $15 an hour, and that was still less than the equivalent of what me or my dad made. Of course, it's gotten even worse. Now, Dad, we all know you think everyone who works deserves to be paid the amount they make their employer. But come on, that doesn't make any sense. If that happened, how would we have trillionaires like Jeff Bezos? Oh, sweetie, I've told you this a billion times before. We shouldn't have billionaires, let alone trillionaires. <gasps> Don't you think it would be better to take care of several billion people than to let a few people have unusable amounts of wealth? Yeah, Mom, if we prioritized fair compensation, basically everyone would be happier. And anyone else was an evil person to begin with. Oh, I knew this would happen. Every time you're over here, you and Robbie team up. Robbie, go to your room. You're grounded. I won't let you talk back to your mother, and I especially won't have you calling Jeff Bezos evil. Screw you, Dad. I'm going to go read Marx's theory. 
I know I can't tell you how to raise your son, but I... You're right. You can't tell me how to raise my son. I just wish he turned out more like Anna. Oh, where is little Anna? Right here, Grandpa. Do you have any gifts for me to buy my love? Well, I don't think that sort of crass consumerism is particularly healthy, but I do have something for you. I heard you're going to be off fighting in the military soon, and for the record, I think that's a terrible idea. <clears throat> but I don't have any say in the matter, so I thought I could at least help you know more about the histories of the places you'll be visiting, and the people there that you'll be murdering. <laughs> Since we're in our 15th year of mercilessly killing the people of Palestine, I thought I'd bring you a documentary series detailing the history of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Hopefully, after watching it, you'll realize how atrocious these wars are and choose to be a conscientious objector. My teacher told me that Palestinians are dirty rat monkeys. Oh, on the contrary. Most Palestinians have been victimized and have their voices silenced whenever any criticism against the Israeli military is levied. Oh, Dad, don't go putting anti-Semitic ideas in Anna's head. I know you mean well, but I guess this just goes to show that old folks are racist. <laughs> <laughs> Return to Capital F. All right, class, settle down. Today, we're going to be covering the history of America trying to bring freedom to Bolivia and the dangers of a socialist regime. Back in 2019, the people of Bolivia were strong-armed by violent union thugs into re-electing Evo Morales, a dangerous man who left the country in abject poverty with... Yes, Robbie... Mr. Tillis, didn't Evo Morales have a remarkably positive effect on the country's impoverished masses, bringing them the best quality of life that they'd ever had, and the country actually became wealthier? Don't be ridiculous. They were all very sad and afraid, just like it says in our history book. Now, the indigenous people were desperate to return to a time when corporations could profit from their land. It made them feel important. So the... The United States saw the dangers of another term of Morales and used its powerful friends in the Bolivian military to peacefully remove him and give him a nice, quiet place to spend his days that, and not that, have to worry about true. all... He had to go into hiding just not to be assassinated. Loads of his cabinet members were in prison. <sighs> you are not teaching this class, Mr. Balt. I don't want another word from you unless you're called on. Anyway, with America's help, the country could give the presidency to the very popular Janine Añez. The people hated her party. And her. The country was thriving under socialism, and America just couldn't have the fact Mr. that somebody... Balt! One more outburst like that, and I'll have you sent to the principal's office. Now, Añez was able to lead the country back towards the righteous path of capitalism until the next special election, which her government team was able to hold off for a full year despite the communists' best attempts to overthrow the new Christian government. Sadly, the indigenous citizens seemed to be upset at being massacred for some reason. Aww. 
When the special election came, despite assistance from our great country, Luis Arce, the candidate for Morales' party, won the day. Because he was hesitant to assist our corporate agenda and instead created a communist state of terror, our excellent agents at the CIA took extreme measures and eliminated his evil regime, thus reverting the country back to its greatest benefactors, mining corporations. Their country is a clear example of why socialism doesn't work. Any questions? such bullshit. America has a history of resorting to military and anti-democratic action whenever a country starts proving that capitalism is not the only system in existence. All America cares about is keeping its people convinced that things can't get any better, no matter how many people it needs to slaughter. To... What's what's that red light? Does, does that mean I haven't... Uh, did I get a detention? No, Robbie. Sadly, this is out of my hands now. Everyone down on the ground now! What the Where's hell the is dangerous going on? commie who's spouting brainwashing propaganda? What the hell is going on? That's him! I recognize the voice! Oh, dang. He's just a kid. Well, we should still take him into custody. And hey, we want to make sure he learns his lesson. We'll call his parents tomorrow. See, this is exactly what I was saying. They're dragging me off because I was trying to tell my classmates the truth. Don't let your health be brainwashed. I swear to God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're taking me. Where am I going? Oh, no. Ah. Huh. Well, I don't know about you kids, but our police being able to respond that quickly sure makes me feel safer. (laughs) (laughs) State. The state took away the child. Now return to Capital F. Now, Robbie, I know you'd normally like to have one of your little tantrums, but I'm going to really need you to behave. We're already a little late for church, and I don't want you embarrassing me and your mother in the house of the Lord. Yeah, Robbie, be a good kid like me for once. (laughs) I don't know why you make me come along every week. I told you a million times, I cannot stand Neo-Christianity. It was bad enough when the Bible was taken out of context by the right wing. Now that Bible 2.0 states all the bullshit that idiots used to believe in as the official version of events, it's completely insufferable. (gasps) Robbie, watch your mouth. You need to atone for swearing like that on church-owned property. And we don't have the extra money for indulgences. <laughs> Consider this your last warning, boy. Slip up again, and there'll be hell to pay. A reading from Better Luke, Chapter 19. And lo, Jesus went into the temple. And there he did see vendors selling their wares for profit in his father's house. Oh, I actually like this story. And then Jesus raised his voice and stated clearly, Blessed are those who are on that grind 24-7. Those who do commerce and labor on the Sabbath are the noblest among us. The only power greater than my father is the power of a strong economy. Then Jesus used his great wealth to invest in all the stalls giving him a diversified portfolio and allowing him to profit tenfold. What? Shut up. Uh, Sorry about that, everyone. 
carry on with the service. No, no, that is totally wrong. Jesus was staunchly against any commercial enterprises existing in the temples. And when he saw the vendors bringing profit motives into holy ground, it was one of the only times he got violent. Ah, uh, if it isn't little Robbie. I know this is a bit unorthodox, but in lieu of a sermon, I think I can try to save this boy's soul. This is just one of the many perks his family gets for being Gold Plus worshippers. You could have the same treatment afforded to you for only $50 a week per family member. Would you mind sending the boy up here, Mr. Balt? Not at all. Maybe you can talk some sense into him. Fine. Maybe if I get a chance to talk, I can explain to everyone here how corrupt their religion has become. And what makes you say that, child? Neo-Christianity is the most noble religion, and the only true path to salvation. There's a reason it's the official religion of the United States. It's the official religion because it has conditioned the suckers who believe in it to put profit motives above everything else. In reality, Jesus was essentially espousing the beliefs of, and acting like, a socialist. Also, our country's founding document says we're supposed to separate church and state. That's nonsense, boy. Why, if he were a socialist, he never would have been able to fund his mission to spread the word of God. He was a smart businessman who charged a hefty fee for all the miracles he performed. His example is the reason we have such incredible health care now. Truly, he is a guiding light for all those who understand that we need money to thrive. Our founding fathers would have never written those words if they knew what we now know about the life of Jesus. How can you all be so blind? This hyper-capitalist version of Christianity didn't even exist eight years ago. And now you're all of a sudden super happy to embrace all the changes they made to the Bible. Why, of course they are. And you should be happy as well, after all. Leftist thinkers like you were the ones who used to complain the book had outdated messages. We meant that you shouldn't use archaic views on things like homosexuality and slavery as an acceptable moral compass for the modern age. Instead, you kept all that stuff in and also made money the most important thing to God. That's where you're wrong, boy. To those like myself who have studied the texts carefully, you'll realize money truly is God. I know someone like you who hasn't read Bible 2.0 carefully might not have noticed, but when the holy CIA scholars were contacted by God to place these rewrites into effect, they changed several mentions of his holy name to different forms of currency, for that was truly his will. How can that even work? There's a passage in the Bible that says the love of money is the root of all evil. Uh, I think you're confused. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 10 and 11, the words actually read, For if you don't love money, you are truly evil. Capital is the only way for God to be present among us. How can you all be fooled by this? It's so Obviously, a case of revisionist history. If you do your research, we literally have historical documents that prove the new New Testament to be false. My apologies, Mr. Balt. It seems clear your boy is possessed by a powerful demon. 
I'm going to have him sent to the CIA Exorcist Division so he doesn't keep spouting lies about our Lord and Savior and poisoning the minds of these poor, lost sheep. Hooray! Now, wait a minute. Doesn't that cost extra? (laughs) Really, Dad? You're just going to let me get sent to a prison camp? Don't you see the irony of hating me because I speak the truth? Young Robbie, we all know that the passage you're referencing was poor people hating Jesus for explaining that their poverty was their own fault. This is completely different. You're trying to tell the truth about things our government-affiliated religious texts don't agree with you on. The prophet Musk would be disgusted. Oh, holy Lord, always holy. I, I guess I'm getting used to being dragged off by now. This still stinks. God damn it. Robbie, you're definitely going to be in trouble when you get home from that CIA facility. <laughs> getting arrested in a church. I guess Robbie is getting wholly booked. <laughs> Mom, with the new baby on the way and the stress of high school social life, I've been feeling like a real mess. Oh, Robbie, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I suppose if we tighten our belts, we can afford to get you some therapy. We'll drop you off on the way to Little Ted's delivery. Thanks, Mom. Also, gross city. (laughs) Robbie Balt, Dr. Winton will see you now. All right. Hi, Dr. Winton. I'm Robbie. Please, call me Frank. This is a safe place. Okay, Frank. Thanks. So, what's on your mind, Robbie? Well, a lot of stuff. My parents are having a new baby brother right now. It's been kind of tough to breathe all day. I feel the pressures of adulthood looming over me like an inescapable nightmare on the horizon. And worst of all, I'm nervous to ask out my crush. (laughs) So, any advice? Oh, I'm sorry. Your parents only paid for the first question. Any other insights I offer during this hour will be extra. Well, I came to you for help, so help me. That counts as a verbal contract in my book. Now, Robbie, my boy, I know it feels like it's crazy right now, but let me be frank. (laughs) Nearly every one of your peers is going through very similar feelings. It's a tough world out there for anyone who isn't obscenely wealthy. Just know that things will possibly maybe get better in time. Hey, did you know you're turning blue? It looks like your life bubble isn't... Huh. Oh, that was unexpected. I hope his father is running late. Think of the extra hours I can bill him for this! (laughs) 
censorship, Jeff. We'll all pretend America is really moving left. We'll all be happy, trapped in hell, the family bereft. Because when we spell family, we spell it with a capital F. Capital F is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Congratulations, it's a boy. Now we've put the life bubble on his head, and it looks like you've paid up front for five years. Great saving, Mr. Balt. Thanks! I mean, we had to sell a bunch of family heirlooms, but our child's life is more important! <laughs> Can I hold him? Of course. However, be careful. If he latches onto your nipple to eat, we'll bill you for the milk you produce. Your current plan only covers market-regulated formula. Ooh. Oh, he's so beautiful! Our little Theodore. Honey, no! We're supposed to go with Ted! <laughs> Too late. An eight-character name costs way more than a three-character one. I hope you don't mind getting some overtime. Oh, no! That reminds me. My shift starts in 45 minutes. Can I cut the umbilical cord to save a bit of money? Of course, but you still have to pay the snipper rental fee. That's fine. At least it's not quite as expensive. I've got to run. Someone rich just came in and has a mild cough. Good luck with that whole your kid not dying thing. Speaking of which, honey, you remembered to pay the oxygen bill for our oldest kid, right? <laughs> well, on the upside, maybe now we can afford to let Theodore go to school! Now return to Capital F. Ashes to ashes and dust to dust. And with that, I've done all the officiating I've been paid for. The boy's family wanted to share some work. Thank you all so much for coming. Losing Robbie has been very hard on all of us. Every day there's something extra we need to pay for. I just wish that there was something we could have done to prevent his air bubble from failing. I mean, we could have paid the bill, or the government could have provided free breathable air, but now's not the time to cast blame! If there's one thing I know about my little Robbie, it's that he wouldn't want us to do something irrational, like blame this on capitalism. You've all been so kind these last few days, even going so far as to offer small discounts on your appearance fees for being here. I know this is a time you could be working. I want the takeaway from little Robbie's passing to be that we should all be grateful for the life we've got, no matter how awful it gets. Oh, that was beautiful, honey. Now, I know if my little Anna was here, she'd have some truly touching words to share. However, she's doing something far more important. <gasps> Fighting evil and saving democracy in socialist Sweden. While Robbie will be missed, he never did nearly as much as his sister to uphold the American way, so... If I had to lose one of them, well... <laughs> anyway, Robbie's death isn't the only news in our lives. We've got our new baby Theodore. We're hoping to raise him to be the kind of son who isn't afraid to do some back-breaking labor to help pay for his own heir. Of course, don't get me wrong, I loved Robbie, but it would have been nice for him to leave some savings behind to pay for his coffin, at least. <laughs> then maybe we could have sprung for something nicer than plywood. Really, the amount this boy's cost us just to send him off with a modicum of dignity is downright ridiculous. 
If I could turn back time, huh, I would have filed for a permit to just chuck him in a hole in our backyard. <laughs> anyway, seeing as I'm paying you each by the minute to keep you here, that's all I care to say. Bye, everyone. There are Uber drivers waiting for you chained to their vehicles. Thanks so much for calling, Anna. It was as beautiful a ceremony as we could have hoped for, considering we only spent Robbie's college savings on it. How is fighting socialist terrorists going? I don't know. The more time I'm over here, the more I think Robbie had a point. <gasps> Did you know here in Sweden the air is just breathable? Like, no bubble needed. Now, Anna, I know losing your brother is hard, but be reasonable. If Sweden's so great, how come there's not a single billionaire living there? Of course, you're right, Mom. I I'm sorry, I was just thinking about how the last thing I said to Robbie was... I'm gonna be the favorite forever after I get back from my tour of duty. <laughs> and the worst part is, now that you guys have a new baby, that might not even be true. Oh, sweetie, we promise as long as you keep bringing in more income, you'll always be our most precious angel. Oh. Thanks, Mom. I feel a lot better now. Anyway, I I've gotta go. We're killing a leader elected by a wide majority of the citizens today. As they told us in school, death is always going to be necessary for democracy. <laughs> Now return to Jada Tata. Otter, did you break old man Wilter Chesterson's window again? No, Dad. A baseball did. <laughs> oh, you sure are a handful. You know, Anna, I don't know why I still watch this show. They constantly recycle plots and jokes, and I swear every episode makes me dumber. Quiet, turd face. You're making me miss the jokes. <laughs> I want you to go up march right over there and apologize, young man. All right, ma'am. I'll wait until March to go over. See? That didn't even make sense. I swear a solid majority of the so-called humor in these shows is just lazy writing. It's pointless script filler, and it degrades the quality of programming. What's that, Robbie? You got a D grade? What class was this in? <laughs> Good one, Dad. Uh, sure, sure, Anna. Not right now. Seriously, what class did you get a D in? I didn't get any Ds. Honestly, Dad, you're just as bad as most of the stereotypical characters on these dumb shows. The only thing our family is missing is a stupid arc where one of the characters dies. Wait a second. I... I suffocated. What's going on? This, this doesn't make any sense. I... I'm freaking out. It's took long enough. Now you can join us in the eternal darkness, Robbie. Robbie? Robbie? Robbie, wake up! Dad, Dad, I just, I just had the craziest dream. You forgot to pay my air bubble bill, and I, and I died. And, and Anna, she left to go to war, and, and you had a new baby? Hold, and, hold on, son. Take take a deep breath. Clearly, you're very disoriented. We do have a new baby. We actually just got home from the hospital, and once you've calmed down, you can meet little baby Theodore. 
course, your sister deploys next week. Don't worry, son. Now, we'd never forget your air bubble, Bill. It's on direct deposit. That panic attack you had at your therapist's office must have really rattled you up. Oh, I guess that makes sense, but it's a bit anticlimactic. What? Dad, did... I, I think I'm feeling better. I, let, let, let me see my, my new baby brother. Aww. Wait, did you hear that? It sounded like a bunch of people saying, Aww. I don't know what you mean, Robbie. Anyway, he's in our room with your mom. He's so adorable, it almost makes me forget about the crippling debt he's sure to leave us in. <laughs> what, the, what the hell is going on? Dad, why did you freeze? Where, where's the laughter and music coming from? That's a wrap on Capital F Season 4. Who are you? Thanks for coming out, everybody. The, who, who are you? What, what happened to the outer wall of our house? Who the fuck are all these people sitting and watching me? God damn it! Stop cheering and answer me! What the, what the fuck is happening? Oh, oh God. We'll have some laughs and get along and always worship jazz. We'll all pretend America is really moving left. We'll all be happy trapped in hell, the family bereft. Because when we spell family, we spell it with a capital F. some laughs and get along and always worship Jeff. We'll all pretend America is really moving left. We'll all be happy trapped in hell, the family bereft. Because when we spell family, we spell it with a capital F. Capital F is filled with from a live studio. Settle down, class. You should be very grateful that the school let us come out today. It's a lot of work to ensure their assets, I mean, I mean, protect you kids from the acid rain and provide a breathable air-generating bus. However, the principal thinks that the work done by this company is too important for you to miss. Also, he's a friend of the head of the company and gets kickbacks from every one of you that agrees to work here later. Ah, here's our tour guide now. Hey there, kids! Welcome to Monsanto Buyer Pfizer. We hope that you enjoyed the trip out here. The sun sure is a beautiful shade of unfiltered orange-red today. My name is Ted, and I'll be leading you around. We're really glad you're here to learn about the wonderful world of food science. Now that organic food is nearly impossible to manufacture, as well as extremely expensive, we've been hard at work here, making sure that you all still have something for your parents to put in your cabinets. Well, uh... We... Uh, is something wrong, Mr. Tills? Hmm? Oh, it's nothing. I was just sure you'd have been interrupted by now. I have a student who usually tends to be very disruptive. Well, your whole class seems to be very well behaved. Who is this supposed troublemaker? <sighs> Robbie, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? While you're at it, make sure you get all your complaining about evil and sedated masses and whatnot out of the way. What's the point... I've seen the other side of the veil, and everything is meaningless. Even if I conveyed the cataclysmic hypocrisies of our broken world, there would be no saving the one that lies beyond. <laughs> hey now, sounds like you're quite the gloomy Gus. Hormones sure are crazy. <laughs> Still, 
You sound like a progressive sort. Maybe it'll cheer you up to hear about our new health line. If you look through that window, you'll be able to see... Wow! They're making broccoli! My family can't go into the rich part of town, so I've never even seen the stuff! <laughs> it sure does look like that. No, no, that's not broccoli, but rather a collection of sugars and plastics meant to imitate the taste of broccoli. In reality, it offers no nutritional benefit whatsoever, but we still think the signal sent by forcing kids to eat their vegetables is too important of a parenting tool. That is so fucking st- No, <laughs> you know what? No point getting riled up. May as well have a doomed mess of a body to go with the doomed mess around us. Great job keeping your temper, Robbie. I'm impressed. <laughs> well, let's move on. Fair warning, this next room can get a bit graphic. So if you're squeamish, it's probably better you didn't look. Ew, what is that? It looks like guts. Well, that's basically what it is. With the lack of grazable land for livestock becoming more and more an issue every day, people are still going to want their burgers. As such, we've started producing raw cow muscles linked to a nervous system, but nothing else. That way, the meat can still get plumped up and make for a hearty, technically not entirely artificial meal. If you don't mind me asking, Ted, why the nervous system? That's an excellent question. You see, making meat that's already pre-dead doesn't allow it to develop and as such leaves it bland and flavorless. Making balls of muscle that exist in a constant state of torture, however, allows it to essentially exercise and feel pain, which makes it far, far tastier. That might be the most needlessly cruel thing I've ever heard. How can you justify doing that for meat? Haven't we gotten to the point in our society where we need to accept that we have to live a vegetarian lifestyle for the foreseeable? <sighs> you know what? Again, it doesn't matter. Man, it's really hard to stay indifferent in a place like this. I see what you mean, Mr. Tills. This one can be a real firecracker when he's not sulking. Better to keep him sad for the good of the class. Anyway, we're moving on. Now, this next room is a real treat. Dude, that's so many eggs! Impressive, isn't it? We actually found that there are accelerants in the meat from the last room that have a unique effect on chickens. You can see in the cages up there. Those hens are laying a non-stop stream of eggs, all unfertilized from the get-go. Now, because of the effects on the tissue, each chicken only lives about 90 days, but they produce more eggs in that time than a normal chicken would in its years of life. I can't believe I need to take back what I said earlier, but somehow this is more cruel. You're force-feeding chickens artificial torture beef so they can lay an amount of eggs that destroys their bodies. How can you look at the food crisis caused by our collapsing climate and think this is the solution? Seriously, this is unconscionably evil. I, I, I really hope you burn in hell. <gasps> huh. Looks like the old Robbie's back. You know, I'm kind of glad things are all back to normal. <laughs> Hey, son. I know I've given you a hard time over the years, but I want you to know that I care about you. I've noticed you just haven't been your fiery, passionate self lately. What's the problem, champ? Well, Dad, 
I guess my problem is that we only exist in a fictional television show and every aspect of our lives is totally meaningless. Okay, Robbie, I'm trying to reach out here. I know you have some twisted views, but could you be serious for a second? I am being serious. Okay, remember that thing I used to say all the time? I want you to listen really hard after I say it. All right, here goes. Dad, are you trying to have an intimate emotional moment? Gross city. <laughs> that wasn't very nice of you, Robbie. I'm trying to be a good parent right now. Are you telling me that you didn't hear the laughs and cheers? Oh, I remember cheers. Man, that was a great sitcom. <laughs> See, right there. It happened again. Look, Dad, I don't know what happened, but somewhere along the way I got this horrid curse. Now I know that we're the ones in a sitcom. A sitcom in a sitcom? Uh, you know, Robbie, I think you've been watching too much of that Rick and Morty show. That show would have an episode where they become self-aware about being in a show. Man, who writes this garbage? Okay, okay, watch this. You know how Anna is overseas? Why, of course. She's making sure America can bring democratic peace that only unregulated capitalism can provide to all the unfortunate socialists of the world. And she's getting half off on the interest to her college loans in the process. Right, whatever. Look, I'm going to step out of my room for a bit, but I'll be right back. Wait, Robbie, where did you go? It, you, it looks like you just vanished. From... Oh, my word, you're back with Anna. Oh, Anna, it's good to see you. How's daddy's favorite little murderer? Wait, how'd you do that? I don't know what happened. I was talking to you on Skype. Then I was nowhere for a long while, and now I'm here. What did you do, weirdo? Who still uses Skype? I walked off stage. I grabbed your lifeless body, which was super weird in its own right and is giving me some serious existential questions about what we are. And then I walked back out here with you. And as soon as I put you down, you sprang into life. Oh, hi. I think I know what's going on here. Robbie, you've been taking drugs and you brought them into this house. And now we're all tripping from the secondhand weed smoke. Oh, what a relief. I thought I was killing tons of people overseas, but I was just high the whole time. Ah, phew. I thought we were going to have to reboot the whole show. Okay, this is perfect. Reactivate the very special episode protocol. Who the hell is that? You see him, right? He just talked about a protocol. Fuck, are we just androids designed to show up, be family sitcom characters, and get deactivated between filmings? Shit, it's even more meaningless than I thought. I'm just a malfunctioning AI. All right, that's enough of that, son. I know when the world seems bleak that drugs may seem like an easy way to escape the pain, but that pain helps give life meaning. This has been a tough time for our family, but now that we're all sobering up and we know Anna's back and little baby Theodore is here, it's really going to make our family feel complete. As soon as you're over this whole I'm-a-robot bad trip, we're all going to sit down as a family and really hash this out. I know we can make you feel a sense of purpose again. Yeah, fart face. Keep your weird drugs away from me. I think I'll probably have traumatic flashbacks about the things I saw in my head for the rest of my life. Don't you get it, Anna? That stuff was programmed into you so you'd play a role. You never actually 
did any of that. You were just a tool for capitalist propaganda, just like this whole family. I, oh, oh God, I'm, I'm a foil. I'm literally designed to be the butt of a joke, showing how pointless leftism is. The real world must be just as bleak as this one. Ah, shit, he's gonna go rogue. Uh, excuse me, folks. I'm a rehab professional who was just walking by, and I heard your kerfuffle. <laughs> I'm just gonna take Robbie here and help him sober up. Oh, well, hello there. I I don't know who you are, and it's a bit odd that you just walked into my son's bedroom through a wall, and that you know my son's name, but you seem like a trustworthy sort. If you could bring back the old Robbie, we'd really appreciate it. But we are a little tight on cash with the new baby. Ooh, ooh, great hook for the season. Uh, actually, uh, the reason I was nearby is I was walking around doing a promotion. The family of the next rehab client I picked up would get a $50 million payout. So when their son comes back, you folks will be rich. Don't you see how messed up this is? I know you guys aren't completely in control, but come on. This whole situation is batshit. <laughs> Uh, the, the drugs are wearing off and he's all tuckered out. Um, you folks have a great day and I'll have your kid back to you in less than a week. Well, how about that? It just goes to show you there really is a higher purpose out there and something really is looking out for us. Yeah, I feel really like between the money and getting a whole week without Robbie, my faith in the world has totes been restored. No kidding. This is what I call an enriched outlook on life. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that. Thank you, Kyle, for getting that put together. And it's nice to have an actual, like, order. I know I've been doing them all back and forth in terms of the canon. So now you have a general sense of where things land, hopefully. Right, um, you have the I've, whole uh, timeline laid out right in front of you. And, of course, I reserve the right to fill in gaps in any given season at any given of course. time. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure we'll do a second collection somewhere down the years when we have another hour and a half's worth. Um, Something to fill in. Yeah. Also, got to do a collection of Z and O. So, no, oh, I'm sure, and that and that should be easier since the episode numbers are at the start of the episode. <laughs> right, <laughs> I tell myself where they are. But yeah, uh, with that being out of the way, I hope you all uh, had had enjoyed that something to laugh at while you work or do whatever you do while you listen to podcasts. Um, we're gonna jump into the news blast. <laughs> Okay, sir, you have had your fun trolling the world media with flashy displays of military units getting as close to the border as possible without going over. I like messing with American media as much as the next person, but you're causing a panic. I think this bad joke has played out. Oh, it's no joke. I am actually launching an invasion on Ukraine. I will show the world I am not a limptic suka by taking military much weaker than ours on then begging for trouble from other countries. Obviously, it is very important that I hurt all the people there, not just the Nazis. Clearly, I am a very stable genius. Oh, holy hell. This world is so fucked. 
As you saw, a little something different to start the news blast off, uh, since there's only one real news story this week to touch on, and it just kind of happened. Yeah, um, I think that it's fairly obvious what we're talking about when it comes to what's floating around in the news, and I think it's also important for me to say uh, I was wrong in this instance. Oh yeah, we will both eat our share of crow on this one. We thought for sure it was all for spectacle. I mean, it's like, so obviously, yeah, Russia is entered has entered Ukraine in a, an evasion, it would seem, at least. I mean, right now especially, it's going to be kind of hard to get totally good information, but, like, they they struck. They struck uh, four specific airfields and, uh, I think, a port. There's, you know, people rolling in, and it's kind of... I just don't really get what, what Russia's going to get out of this. They, but like, I mean, as I understand it, they just don't they they uh, don't like that Ukraine is uh, in talks NATO. with NATO, and yeah. uh, heaven forbid anyone talk to NATO. So they're just going to do I mean, something honestly, incredibly though. stupid. I mean, I mean, yes, don't get me wrong, it's fuck NATO, but also like you know, it's not exactly a like they're it basically like oh well, this place is this this place this uh, organization is stupid, so we're going to be stupid to balance it out. Yeah, I mean, to, like the I I think that like. So it's important to look at this in a materialist framework, one where you're like, okay, so what brought us here? Because, like, in the last, I mean, this whole buildup, this war fever that America was in, because that's what we were still in. I mean, it's hard to say. Like, even the people who ultimately are right and get to say, yeah, look, Putin invaded, like, they were bang for war instead of doing the thing that even by the end Zelensky was crying for, which is somebody to please turn down these tensions and these, this conflict. Yeah, it's uh, so going like, to be a mounting bloodthirstiness instead. Right. No, it's like we we kind of – we were doing a fair amount of this buildup. Like there's the issue. And so the, the materialist framework that I want us to, to think about in this is that this conflict has been going on for eight years now. And this is another big flare-up. This one's pretty bad. And as well – NATO isn't like a benevolent like it's not the UN. Uh, even the UN is not great, but like NATO is specifically an anti-Russian, formerly anti-Soviet treaty organization that has been expanding closer and closer to Russia's borders. And they already have a couple of Baltic states in the NATO and they are they were performing, you know, military exercises then on Russia's border. So it's not as though this is like in a vacuum, this this buildup. And I mean, if you want to take it further back in terms of how this bear got poked, uh, we should note that Putin was something of a monster. We've built in a lab ever since we put Yeltsin in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we did this. I mean, the Clintons and the Bush administrations, they both, or they all three, I should say, uh, they supported this kind of, this sort of uh, relationship that we have in Russia uh, is putting these, you know, they call them oligarchs when they're over in Russia, which they are, but putting but those oligarchs, oligarchs over in, here. <laughs> yeah, it's like as compared to what the, the guys that threaten capital strikes anytime we talk about raising wages, like, come on, but like the, uh, the oligarchs in Russia and in the Ukraine as well, 
like all over Eastern Europe, what we did what after, <clears throat> during the collapse of the Soviet Union is we, we put in charge, many of them former Nazis, or at least Nazi adjacent, but a lot of anti-communists. And so Russia got people like Yeltsin and Putin who are anti-communist. I mean, you but it should think. be noticed that uh, the entirety of uh, center and center left social media is suddenly saying, well, Putin is basically just Stalin because clearly they're the same person in any <laughs> yeah. way, shape or form. No, it's hey, there. There are very few new ideas and very even fewer of them in this kind of capitalist realism that we're we're living in, where it's this is the only system and we're always combating that age-old enemy of, like, Stalin or Hitler. Like, there are only two people that we can call, you know, that we do anything. Yeah. You're and, either uh, actually Hitler or actually Stalin. Yeah, I think it's worth pointing out just apparently literally no one in America knows the definition of the word communism. None, no. I mean, we – seems pretty obvious just by looking at any – Communism most is conversations- when you do a fascism. That's yeah, the rules. That's what it is. So – Basically, America is partially communist because sometimes our police are bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's fucking it's pretty ridiculous the way that people are kind of like run rolling out this old anti-communist rhetoric from, you know, fucking, you know, decades ago now to talk about the to like talk, I guess, down to the anti-communists that we put in charge. So whatever. People are not very smart. People don't really. I, I I'm not saying that as a judgment. I'm also quite dumb, but like yeah, history absolutely. is like one one space where I have a little knowledge, and that's we're both. really insane to me that people don't get this. Yeah, we're both not exactly claiming to be intellectual experts of uh, what exactly should be happening and how to fix the problems, but at least us and some other voices of reason out there are saying, you know, maybe we should be worrying about all the civilians who are being brutally impacted by this war, and also maybe could we also acknowledge that. It being like it's great to be concerned for the Ukrainian civilians and the and the Russian civilians who are also being impacted. What about all of the you know Middle Eastern civilians, Syria, all those places, uh, Lebanon, any of those that we've been bombed to hell, holy hell, and we're just like that's fine. Don't worry yeah. about them. I mean, at, at the same time that this uh, invasion started, uh, we were we and our Saudi-led coalition were bombing Yemen, and that doesn't make the news, even though the capital city of Yemen is still starving like children are dying in droves every day because of malnutrition because of the horrific uh circumstances that are being forced on them by this war aided in a you know entirely funded essentially by us in the united states uh and we don't care when you know israel makes you know strikes on the golan heights or uh just straight up tear down people's homes sometimes with them inside of it in east jerusalem what it comes down to is when america and their capitalist allies do a war that's fine because that's we're the good guys so anything Mm -hmm. any civilians we bomb we're the bad guys because we're the good guys but when one of our not allies decides to bomb civilians then it's a big deal because yeah they're, they're not america so they're not the good guys even though they stand for the exact same horrible things i have to think though so like so this whole situation with Ukraine is predicated on really the the NATO membership stuff. And of course any at any point they could withdraw their it, it would be a little weird to do that like it would be really weird for Zelensky to withdraw his uh ask, but like 
we could just say, no, we're not considering you. That stops. Nobody gets killed, or at least fewer people get killed in this kind of thing. But, like, we were going ahead. We were going exactly in the same uh, stupid bargaining style that we were doing with – that we have been doing with Iran, like saying, hey, uh, you got to get back into the nuclear treaty. No, we're not going to take off the sanctions first. It's It's like we want everything. And we don't want any – we don't make any sacrifices to get people at the table. And it's like – right now, Russia is dealing with a you know the NATO expansion stuff. But they have for however long, many decades, been suffering – or suffering, but you know, uh, targeted by a bunch of sanctions already. So when we continue with our – push for NATO membership for Ukraine, we continue with adding bigger and more sanctions on uh, Russian commercial interests, which ultimately, you know, we pressure one of our uh, big allies, a richer ally in Germany to stop taking, to, to cancel a project with Russia that would bring a lot of money into Russia when they've been kind of cut off from the U.S. dollar. They would have to trade with that again, and that way they could, you know, get back into the global market. No, we've completely forced them out of it. And so I get like, at that point, what do you have to lose? Because nobody's going to, nobody's going to fucking uh, invade Russia, are they? Like nobody's going to bomb the shit out of Russia. America, very, God, I hope I don't eat crow on this. I'm not going to wood this one. This is like, Please don't get involved, Jesus Christ. I mean, that's Biden put 7,000 troops in Germany, which is so far not anything. But the sad thing is that social media is saying, great, now put those troops, you know, actually where they'd be useful. And I'm like, no, don't exacerbate this problem, please, for the love of fuck. Why would you want – yeah, I, these people are bang for blood, and it's terrifying because none of them, all of us assholes behind our computer screens, we're not going to have to suffer the the kinds of – violence that is going to be going on and again like all of us are freaking out about ukraine and not to say that you shouldn't but this whole time yeah, I mean, just as much violence has been deal. going on in yemen more so one might say like nobody you know we almost gave a shit about the people in ethiopia when the that <laughs> paramilitary group which was being supported by afcon africom didn't quite overthrow the government so like I don't know. It, nobody – like we care when it's Russia and Ukraine. I don't get why – I mean there's well, – I mean we always have to bring up my Russia, and when we actually are right mm -hmm. about my Russia, then suddenly it's the biggest news in history. Right, and I mean like – Don't get me wrong. This could blow up and be the biggest news in history, but I sure hope it doesn't become that. <laughs> yeah, it would be the end in the biggest news yes. in history. <laughs> I just like – I get where – so I don't get like what Russia is going to get out of it except to prove that they've done something and prove that they – you know, when everything else was taken away, you know, Nord Stream 2 taken away, all these sanctions already in place or more of them being in place, uh, you know, NATO not coming off the table. Like at that point, like you can't bluff anymore. Like that whole point up until that point, you could have tried like if America had wanted, if our NATO allies had wanted, which it seems like a lot of them did, but we were we were forcing the issue. If we wanted to slow this shit down, we could have. No, I mean, we wanted to stir the pot, and we were happy yeah. to do it. And it's... I mean, what's crazy about – okay, so what's crazy about the actual American standpoints, where we are now in this point in uh, 
this uh, Friday morning that we're recording. Um, we have the Trumpites and the Republicans saying, yeah, go Russia. You show them because they're fucking idiots. And we have the Democrats and the Libs saying, go Ukraine. The Azov battalions are good guys because they're fucking idiots. To the extent that you can say pro-Nazi shit on Facebook and Twitter now as long as it's about the Azov Battalion. Yeah. I mean, like, there's some weird takes that are, like, excited about Russia killing the Nazis, and I'm like, most But they're also killing so many not-Nazis. That's that's the issue, is, like, I the, the, the problem that we have is one where... This violence should never have gone off. I mean, like, unfortunately for everybody's narrative, but also for the people living there, um, the people in eastern Ukraine have been in a semi-active war zone for almost a decade. And the Azov Battalion has been the ones, Azov Battalion and uh, other paramilitary uh, militias, that have been integrated into the Ukrainian military because the regular Ukrainian military, they did the people who were just, you know, lifers or whatever, they didn't want to kill other Ukrainians in the Donbass. But then they got the Azovs and they were like, yeah, let's kill all these commie scum. I like this has been going on for a long time and we've been supporting the Nazis this entire time. And I would like the Nazis, if everybody, if I could pick who had to suffer from this violence, I would think I would pick the Nazis. But unfortunately, uh, war is a lot more indiscriminate than that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's disappointing. And unfortunately, the people who are actually uh, to blame are probably taking less of the heat than the actual than you know the innocents on the the sidelines and the worst part is like it doesn't really matter who wins at this point because the civilian the lower classes the poor and uh you know generally the, you know those who are on the bottom side of the actual class war we should be fighting they're going to suffer no matter who wins if if i mean it's not like the ukrainian people the ukrainian poor people were happy and living fulfilled lives before russia invaded no but and the, same yeah. with the russian poor people they've always just been in a shitty position Right. Poor people across – there's no war but class war. So ultimately any of these imperialist, if you want to call it that, uh, wars are very – I mean they they only hurt the poor generally. I mean like Putin – say what you will. I think Putin is one guy and he's very powerful in his system. But like he's still only one person in that system. He has to have some juggling acts going on with other people with power. I think that he wants to try to get back to like when it was SARS, and that and he wants to be that guy in a, in his perfect world. That's what his end goal. But there's, I don't think there's any way it gets to that, just because yeah, the countries re, don't work like that anymore. Re, yeah, remake the Russian Empire of the Romanovs and Ivanovs. I uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to. I can't. And in part because I. I don't watch a whole lot of like Rush his speeches, and I don't know Russian, so I can't really figure out what <laughs> what they're saying. I watched a couple context. of his translated species, 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 species. <laughs> a couple of his translated speeches recently, and uh, he is saying some pretty insane shit. You know, the kind of insane shit that imperialists want to be dictators often say. Mm-hmm. You know, but like, I don't think that anything he said is more shocking than any of the stuff that's been said by 
a lot of our presidents. You know, he's just another right. asshole saying evil shit because he's an evil dude. And then, I mean, you, 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 the, some of the stuff that uh, Biden even has said, it's like just because it's couched in rules based international order kind of language, like. Right, he's still he's out for blood. Biden yeah. would love to get this war started, but he doesn't want to poke the bear too heavily and look like he's the bad guy out of he this. He wants to he wants to kill the people that are fucking with the guys that gave his son a job, and that's fine, I guess. Keeping keeping Hunter out of trouble in the Ukraine, working for an oil oil company, making about twenty times what a normal person would make there. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, I hope that Biden continues to take this like a very safe approach that he's been taking so far, and uh, because he's too worried about you know the midterms and all that. I mean, it he doesn't looks want to so like step in, step in it. But this whole point, though, it's like the, up until now, they have been the ones who have been doing the brinkmanship, and then now he, now that there's an actual invasion, now that they get the the justification for their sanctions and the justification for you know they had already killed Nord Stream 2 but further isolating Russia like now it kind of I, I don't want them to get involved obviously but like now it just kind of sounds like if it feels like they've just like gotten what they want and so they're just gonna let Ukraine you know the people of Ukraine fall to the wolves yeah I and I mean like I, mean, I guess that's that sucks, better but also a... I think that's better than a world war starting yeah no way the, better than a world if we don't, war if we do but have the nukes like, launch wow. yeah I mean oh I mean oh big, big big surprise America betrays the people who aren't yeah, valuable yeah, to it anymore yeah, yeah. I, suppo- <laughs> I suppose I should be very uh I should be used to this by now but yeah it seems to me just like you can't make us more money. Insane. Yeah, okay, no. you can go fucking die. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I... no. I mean, like I said, I think that the only people I feel bad. I mean, I guess the majority of the people who I am, are involved in this are the ones I'm feeling bad for, because far more civilians are being hurt than mm-hmm. any of the uh, military people or uh, government officials in this situation. But you know, fuck the Ukrainian government, fuck the Russian government, fuck both their militaries. Hearts go out to all the civilians for sure. Yeah, and fuck NATO. Oh yeah, fuck NATO because you know. More imperialism, but in a bigger package. Yeah, you just get to pretend that places like Estonia and Germany aren't imperial outposts for America because of some language. Well, we will no doubt be doing more Russia coverage in the force. I have a feeling that the next few news blasts will have at least some part of Russia Something in there. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but for now, I'm, you can, there's probably about a billion other leftist podcasts that you can find some good takes uh, mm-hmm. th- that last longer than this one on. Again, um, I think the Truanon two-parter, they they came to the other side and said that they they also did not think that the invasion was going to go ahead, but there is a lot of really good back background to like Maidan and Zelensky and all the all the build up to this. But uh yeah, if you think that either of the governments are the good guys, you're being duped you're by uh propaganda from one side or another. Don't be reactionary, be smart. And more importantly, just make sure that you treat the actual human lives that are being impacted by this with as much love and solidarity as you can. Love and solidarity, y'all. It can be told in few enough words. We are not certain of his intentions even yet. They talk. So I am told.